0: That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee Project After Show.
1: Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another Glee Project. Oh, my God. Season 2, Episode 10, Actability. (sighs) Exhale. Tamara Berg. I'm joined in studio by Christy Ann Lopez. Hi, Tamara. I'm hi. so glad to be back. I, know, I missed, I missed you. you last week. And we don't have the rat-mastered Steve Bottomley with us tonight. Whatever. Screw you, Steve. And, and I'm mad at you. And we do have Marissa in the booth. We have many things to talk about. First, I want to mention that one of our favorites, Abraham Lim, is going to be calling in. He was trying to get in the studio with us tonight and his schedule was way too busy. He was not able to work it out but he is going to call in. So we're going to start our regular format and when Abraham calls we're going to switch over to a conversation just with him, just about him. The
2: real Abraham Lim. Yes. The The real real Abraham Abraham Lim. Lim.
1: That's right. (laughs) Okay. We have we have five contestants left uh, at the beginning of the show. Blake, Eileen, Allie, Michael, and Lily... And, oh my God, this is where it just begins. I mean, I said it last week, I think, well, you don't know. You didn't see it. Oh, boo. Uh, But I think I said it last week that from here on out, it just gets really, really painful. It gets a little too real. Yeah.
2: It, yeah. Even, even when Robert was just explaining the homework for the week, I looked at the, looked at the, the chairs and they're all empty. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. How did it go from a full cast of contestants to these five kids? Five. Well-deserved five. Yes, yes. I was doing a fair amount
1: of reading this afternoon um, on on blogs and in interviews and things like that. And Zach Woodley was interviewed, uh, I think it was in the Huffington Post. And he was saying that these five, all of them absolutely d- deserve to be on Glee. They have, they have the talent. They have the star. star oh, 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 oh. We have Abraham, Abraham. on Abraham, are you with us? Yes. Hi. Hi
2: to hear your voice. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you guys? So good. <laughs> now that you're here with us,
2: oh my gosh.
1: We would love to kiss your little cheeks, but instead, um, we're happy to have your voice with us on the phone.
3: I know. I wish I could be there, but we I have like a little uh, viewing party thing today um, with Robert, so yeah, we're just doing that. And having oh,
1: say hello. hi to Robert and tell him um, Barbara's friend Tamara says hello. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, I will. I will tell right. him that because
1: right. we were we were trying to get him on the show. Maybe he can come next week or call in next week. Just let him know we're interested. So, okay, so what's
3: going on? I'm I'm great. I I am just you know living life, and you know a lot has happened you know since the show has ended and um, like I was eliminated. And um, yeah, I mean honestly, I'm in such a positive place right now and at first I was like is it because like I'm just trying to like believe that so badly or is it because things are really going well and it's been going really, really well. I can't say too much, but um, definitely, like, my fans and supporters don't have much to worry about because, I mean, they haven't seen the last of me
1: yet. Abraham, in Ooh. my my experience of mm-hmm. you is that you're one of the most grounded, most well-adjusted, and most positive people to begin with. So pretty much anything you say, I'm going to believe. So, Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when you say that you're, you feel like you're in a good place, I know that you are because, you know, I, I've, I've, as you know, I've read a lot of your interviews and, and Follow you on Twitter, and I just think you're a lovely human being. Thank you so
3: much, Sarah. <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: So you can't tell us much, can you? Can you give us like a general idea of what's going on with you? Are you are is it live performing? I mean, I, or? I mean, there's
3: there's one thing that I can say. Okay, um, I can't say I can't talk about some other projects that I'm working on. But uh, I did read for a guest role on Psi. Awesome. Yeah. And, yes yeah and there are definitely you know things coming my way and i mean still in the works and i don't want to you know say anything prematurely but i mean definitely there are things that are in the works and so i mean am i still really set on you know being on glee and not freaking leaving (laughs) like maybe and you know like i would love to you know do a lot of like i mean such a huge fan and supporter of ryan murphy so definitely i would love to do some of his stuff down the line but you know, for now, I'm just really, really focusing on, um, you know, just my career and use, using the Glee project and really promoting the show while it's out right now, and using that as a platform. Because, I mean, I really did mean it when I said when I left the show that, you know, I know this show is going to be an amazing foundation for, you know, what's to come, and I'm I'm really, really excited and hopeful that, you know. I made it impression enough to really break into this mystery and such. So.
1: And you absolutely yeah. did. I do have friends who happened upon last week uh, crew shooting some scenes for American Horror Story. And had they told me, I would have tweeted the location to you so you could just show up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, oh my gosh, I would not just show up to the second you imagine that would be terrible. I know, I know.
1: Of course, you wouldn't crash, but I know. I know you did talk about that. That would be a fun thing for you to do to be on American Horror Story. So,
3: oh my god, can you imagine? I would be like the perfect Asian like demon ghost thing, just lurking around. You'd be amazing.
1: The singing Asian know, demon ghost, yeah. right?
3: Hello. The
1: singing Asian Wait, demon sorry, ghost. My- You'd have to sing while you were doing it. You'd have to be singing while you were being a demon Asian ghost.
3: Oh my God! Can you imagine? That would be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> like literally singing Lady Gaga while being a ghost in while a people. haunting people. Yes, I think it's perfect. I know that's a way.
2: <laughs> it's like we miss just seeing you on that
3: stage. Like, oh, thank you. I mean, I, I like seriously. I was wondering whether you know, seeing the show last week whether it would be difficult for me to watch it, yeah. you know, now that I'm not on the show. But honestly, I'm so proud of, you know, everyone that stood on the show and I was it was so fun because I I finally felt like I could watch it this season like as a fan, you know, yeah. just, just like just like I did last season and I was just like outraged by the results and I was like, oh, no I was like, they did not just kick off Shannon. Like but I mean, you know, it was fun and it's definitely a lot not as hard as I thought it would be to watch it objectively as a fan and have
1: fun with it. Oh, that's
2: so good. Well, that's so nice yeah. to hear. What a relief. And we wanted to kind of chat a little bit about the last time we saw you on that stage. Because obviously, I mean, you pulled a very brave move by returning and coming back to the judges. So we just kind of wanted to talk about, like, what was going through your mind? What was your logic when when you were, like, about to step back onto that stage to give your very last
3: message? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, there's been so much talk about it, and to be mm-hmm. honest, like, I've received a lot of, like, backlash from people, and I was sort of surprised because, I mean, obviously I didn't know how the show was going to be edited, and it's common knowledge that, like, you know, the show, is it's not live, and it, it is edited to make a story, and what had happened, <laughs> what was completely left out, uh, which would have made sense of the entire thing, was that I was actually... Um, what happened was that I went up on stage and I sang the song and Ryan just asked me like, so how do you think you did? And I was like, Oh, I thought I did well. And he was like, okay, so why do some people think you're faking your injury? And mm-hmm. then he's like, so why do some people think that you're fake? And it literally became a 15 minute discussion about that. And I was like, wow. okay, what the heck just happened?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I went back into my adjusting room and I waited for everyone to finish their performance. And I just had, you know, it's not even about like me. I didn't feel like I did well. I just felt like, you know, I know this is an inspiration contest, and I know that there's talent has a part to do with it too. But there are certain things like, I mean, people have watched the show. Like, whenever I receive any sort of feedback whatsoever, I've never argued, I've never done anything like that. But when there are things that are put into question, like my character and my integrity, Mm-hmm. like those are things that like my mother raised me with you know and I'm going to stick up for myself and Brian knows that I'm not like that so I was just very puzzled as to why I had a 15-minute conversation after when we should be having a conversation about my performance you know throughout the week and then I came back on and I talked to him about it and it was actually a pretty long conversation but of course they showed like 15 seconds and then yeah. I said I'm not leaving and um Ryan was like, "Well, you know, I don't think you're like I don't feel like you killed it, and I would you would I feel like you should have asked for another song." And to me, I was like, "One, if I had known that, maybe I would have done that. And two, even if I did know that, I'm not sure if I would have done that because that's not fair. That's not a rule that is common knowledge to any of the other contenders or to the to the people watching the show. So it's like, you know, why would I play unfairly? You know what I mean?"
2: So you definitely stood your ground. So- And it just, as I said, so you definitely stood your ground in in what you were going to, going back into, you know, Proclaim. And it's just, like, interesting what the real conversation was versus what we get to see, because it was just such a huge surprise, you know?
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were just, like, really affronted by it, because they were like, oh, he's such a diva. And I'm like, hello. Even when I went back up there, I was like, did you guys hear, like, you know, people bleep me out? Or, you know, right. yelling and, you know, like, you know, I, I was raised, you know, to be a certain way. And, I, you know, I was raised, my mother tells me all the time, like, even like today, she called me, she was like, always be humble. And I'm like, oh, dear God, Asian mother. <laughs> and I totally get that, you know, like, it's all about humility. Like, whatever whether people are right or wrong in what they say, there's, I think there's always something to retain, you know, so whenever I've received feedback, you know, in previous weeks or Even with the Amber Riley, you know, feedback that I got, like, I honestly had no idea what she was talking about because she was like, oh, you know, Abraham, I get it. You're being a diva, but you're not being a character. And I was like, but you just said I was being, like, a character. Right. (laughs) I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And, but still, like, I retained it and I was like, you know, maybe it just didn't come across enough or maybe I should convey it more. So I always retain feedback and I always use it in whatever way I can. But if someone is going to question my character and integrity when I work so hard to be myself and no matter what the cost may be and to really, um, you know, not do my, like to do my mother proud because at the end of the day, you know, my character and integrity speaks volumes about her. It's sort of offensive and you know I'm going to stick up for it and it doesn't matter if like it's like a David and Goliath battle and it seems hopeless like I'm going to stick up for myself yeah. just as I hope like anyone else would you know
2: and ultimately it's an
3: that's and it's worth... wait what happened oh no go ahead go ahead oh no I mean and this is what I've been telling my fans is like you know, guys, like, yeah, it's competition and, yeah, it's like, this is my dream and, yeah, I want it, but I hope nobody sells themselves short, you know, and nobody compromises their integrity and their values for something that they want that badly, you know what I mean? Like, it's about being yourself and it's about always uphold those things that are dear to you, you know, so yes. that's what it was to me, bottom line.
2: Oh my gosh, very well said. I mean, like, ultimately, you did get that point across. You did get that message across, and I think we anybody and everybody who knows who you are and is a fan of the show can appreciate that, so congratulations. That's very cool.
3: Thank you. I mean, it's been sort of hard because I'm like, oh gosh, like, I feel like that one moment, like, tainted so much of what, what I worked hard for, and I honestly, I was sort of sad by people's reception of like what had happened. Not not everybody, but it was sort of very polarizing. But then I remembered who I was and you know, like I was a Hillary Clinton supporter. She's like one of the most polarizing people in the world and I've always been that person. Like I've always been like I've always done what I believed in. You know, I've always even when I was gonna be a lawyer, I was very into human rights and whether people, you know, wholeheartedly believed it or not, I always stood my ground and, you know, Sometimes a lot of people hate you for it, and sometimes a lot of people love you for it. But I would rather have someone feel something than to just be like, oh, he's okay, you know? And, hey, I went out with a bang. <laughs>
1: yes, you sure did. Did. Sure we're, did. We're all still talking about you mm-hmm. weeks later. Mm-hmm. Hey, Abraham, you have a duet coming out with Nelly, I hear.
3: Oh, yeah. Tell I mean, us about that. There are a lot of rumors going there are rumors going around that I'm working on music with Cameron too And I was like, oh, that's news But um, but yeah, I'm doing a duet with Nelly just for fun I mean, she's living in my living room right now And um, we have a lot of sound equipment just in our house And so, yeah, I was like talking about some ideas with Nelly We were just throwing some back and forth And we have decided on the song And we'll probably be doing it within the next week so, And so will you release it on iTunes? No, not iTunes. I honestly just want the fans to just, lo- like, love it. And I wish there were more I can do. You know, I don't want to sell them anything right now because I feel like our fans, like, you know, Nelly and I, we our fan bases are so strong, and um they are so passionate and um unwavering in their support. And I just really wanted to do something that was, like, you know, for them, like, yeah, I could focus on my career right now and be completely gung ho about it and just not focus on anything else. But I never want to neglect the people that brought me here in the first place, and that's you know my little team, Abraham. And um, I wanted to do something for them, and they've been asking for a duet with Nelly, so I was like, ah, fine. Can you tell? Can you, can you tell <laughs> us what song?
1: Can you tell us what song it is, or are you keeping that secret until it comes
3: out? um'm <laughs> fine come, come on it's gonna be okay fine you know just for you guys because seriously I love you guys and you guys go ahead no it was so it was so sweet what you guys said and like I love that it was. You know, even Steve, you know, like, you know Steve, he's always the more critical one. Yes. But even that, though, like, it was so, I love that it was so, like, there was a discussion, you know, and... It was so representative of what so many people feel, and I love what you guys did. So thank you for providing so many different viewpoints about it, and I love you guys. Thank and you, we, we love you. Because I do, I will say what song we're doing. <laughs> we're doing um, Titanium by Sia and David Gitter. I oh,
2: love that song Yay. right now. Obsessed, Abraham. Obsessed. You guys are going to kill that. I cannot even wait.
0: Oh my God! We we have an exclusive from Abraham? That. Yay. After Buzz <laughs> TV. Yeah. It's like a different twist
3: and spin on it Like it's not the, like I love I actually met the uh, like about a month and a half ago In um, in Los Angeles, Los Angeles Angeles, And um, I, it was funny because I love that song I love um, the electro pop, Mm -hmm. which is definitely who I am But I wanted to show people a different side of me That's like not so, you know, pop And a little bit more, you know, sort of, you know stripped and raw and I sort of wanted to bring it back to that vulnerability week thing. so I wanted to take a song like Titanium and sort of strip it down to the raw element and we're going to be doing that so hopefully people like it and Nelly's voice is just godsend so I mean
1: I imagine your voices are amazing Amazing. together that's going to be incredible it's going to be Uh,
3: oh my
2: god
1: so, so exciting! And hey,
3: if it sounds better with just her. Just fast forward to her
2: part. <laughs> oh, stop, stop it! That's... Silly. Don't be oh ridiculous. I bet Team
1: Abraham is going to go crazy. Yes, they are. For yes, them. they are. So, anything else you need okay, us to sorry. know? I know you've got people standing around you that you probably have to go back and entertain, or at least talk to.
3: Oh no, I'm I'm outside and not having a great time talking to you guys. Who oh. <laughs> <laughs> needs food in this industry right now? But um, no, I mean it's just been it's been really really good. And um, I was talking to Blake like right after I got eliminated, and I was like, we were at the TCA, um, like thing at MBC for NBC. And I was right. like, you know, I don't know if I'm trying to delude myself into believing that I feel like I'm being positive. And I think that for the first. time, like a day or two after um, the elimination, the day that I got eliminated, it was sort of hard because <laughs> the interviewer was like, oh you just got eliminated, you know, I don't really want to talk to you and I'm like, okay, <gasps> bye
0: <laughs> Come on. but
3: I mean besides that, like I've always been the type of person to like not sulk for too long I think everyone needs to go through what they're feeling like 120% and then walk out and just be like you know, I felt it and now I'm moving on and that's what I've done. And, you know, I'm taking dance classes and I'm starting acting classes. I've been, you know, really – I've seen Robert, like, every day. <laughs> and um, there's a lot coming, so keeping my fingers crossed. And, yeah.
2: Oh, well, you continue to keep that chin up, continue to be that fighter you are, and just make us proud make all of Team Abraham proud because you really are.
3: I know. So I, amazing. I definitely – I want to. Like, they are so – like, I was writing um, – I was doing an interview today, and, like, it was just sort of, like, an email interview. And um, the last thing was, like, oh, can you say something on Team Abraham? And, like, I got really choked up and emotional because, like, I love him so much. And um, they – I seriously – I can't say this enough when I say that. Like, I would not be, like, where I am right now without them. Like, it's – I never thought that this random Asian dude would be, like, have so much support on a show with so many different people and so many different talent, you know, because – I admire everyone on the show so much and so it's been really overwhelming and just so life-changing on so many regards so Team Abraham, I
1: love you guys. <laughs> oh, they love you. We love you, Abraham. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us tonight. We have we have such great I'm gonna speak for everybody and say we have such great admiration and respect for you. And we're so looking forward to the duet that's coming out and all your work. You've just you've you've gained so many fans through the Glee project and so many more through our fans at Afterbuds. And we're really honored that you've taken the time to to be friends with us and to to hang out with us. And we're so looking forward to the continuing impact you're going to make on the world. Yeah.
3: Thank you guys so much. And tell Steve I said hi and that I missed him, but I hope he has fun on his vacation.
1: Will do. Will <laughs> do. So we will talk to you soon. We will see you on Twitter for sure.
3: All I will. Okay. I'll have to follow you guys. I'll do that right now when I get inside. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Big kisses. All right. <laughs> All right bye, guys. Okay, bye. You guys. Thank you. Yay! Abraham Lim, who was uh, eliminated a couple weeks ago from from the Glee project, but is a massive, huge fan of. Well, we are massive, massive, huge fans of his, and uh, so we gave him a little extra time when we n- might normally wouldn't. People, a few people are going, "What the heck is going on with this show?" Because they're not following the format. So we're going to get back to our format and and go into it, but. Um, to, 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 I I talked a lot at the end there. Tell me your no, impressions no. of Abraham because I know you're you love him just like I do. And
2: I mean, I, I wish I had a chance to tell him this, but I obviously coming from the Asian American background, being of the Asian American ethnicity, to see somebody grow and to see somebody make that impact, and and to be a face for you know many other Asian Americans because I know in the studio he was saying you know growing up you didn't see too many people that looked like me. I didn't know who who my role model or who who my you know idol was because mm-hmm. I didn't see too many people that you know resemble to. That I can relate to. Mm-hmm. And um I know that he's making he, he's just such an inspiration to all. And and I'm just so I'm I'm, I'm seriously so proud. Yeah, I know. He's
1: he's amazing and just listening to him, he has such great values and strong morals and to see uh like you said uh Christian that um to see Uh, another Asian American our age and our demographic that is just something very admirable and just something to look to and definitely follow yeah i um i was i was reading a book at 4 a.m today because i have trouble sleeping sometimes and it was talking about uh when people get to an elevated level of status in whatever field it is that there' no matter what you're doing no matter what you're doing if it's the most you know peaceful and kind and loving thing in the world there are always going to be people ready to bring you down and the true test of of courage and strength in that is continuing to to be your humanity and and be the the light that you are, even when you've got detractors, mm-hmm. and that's that's just something that I think Abraham really embodies, and and that's why I keep getting so inspired by him, yeah. and and he, you know he makes me
2: cry every time I think every about him. I talk about, about him, and I a mean, really 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 quick story, yeah. but um, I was chatting with a friend of mine, a friend of my older sisters, and he saw one of my Instagram photos of all of us together when they were here. Yay! And he's like, oh my god, you met. Abraham Lim. I've been a fan of his since his YouTube channel. I was like one of his, you know, first 20 subscribers back in the day when he was just doing YouTube. Oh so it's God. just like, to even know, like, it's, you know, Glee Project wasn't where he started. He This is a guy who said, yes. you know what? Let me just put myself out there on YouTube and just kind of see what happens. And, I mean, look where that takes you. So, uh, you know, nice
1: guys... Finish first. Yeah. And oh, yeah. nice guys you know, nice guys succeed we'll and yeah. good people good people can succeed and that's that's one of the great things about him. Why don't we quickly do business yeah, right here? Let's yes.
2: do that. I mean if <laughs> I know it's all time to go shopping while you're online listening to us. Yes. So um, when you're at the AfterBuzz TV website, AfterBuzzTV.com, click on the Amazon banner at the very top. Uh, you can do all your shopping from there. And, you know, it, just whenever you make it a purchase, a little bit kicks back to us over here at AfterBuzz TV and no extra cost to you. Um, and that just really helps us out. Keeps us giving you some great free podcast content. And, you know... We love you guys for that. We appreciate that, so please do it.
1: Okay, let's quickly blow through the homework. The homework assignment was Addicted to Love, Robert Palmer, Only Michael Knew the Song, and the mentor was Diana Agron, who plays Quinn Fabray on the show. One of the interesting things I thought about this was they were doing, um, they were given emotions on a card in real time with no notice and uh, had to improv that acting Trait while they were singing, and they had probably already performed and already practiced, and and all of a sudden they're giving these determined, scared, angry, anxious, excited emotions to portray while they're singing. So it, it uh, seemed really interesting. Yeah, didn't it? a
2: very interesting concept. I think I didn't even realize what was going on until we saw, kind of saw it right. happening and unfolding. Yep, and um. I I really think that across the board, for the most part, every single competitor did a really great job. I wouldn't say that one was, you know, a little less talented or, you know, I thought they all brought it. I I did, too. One of the things that I thought, I thought Michael's vocal and Lily's vocals and Allie's
1: vocals were outstanding. Blake in that, uh, you know, he conveyed angry and his vocal was fine. But I thought Eileen's vocal uh, was actually so understated. And maybe it's because she was focused so much on the anxious emotion that it kind of it kind of made her unable to focus as much on her vocal which would create a real acting challenge I mean yeah. that's kind of the point of it so you know if anybody I would say that it, she was maybe not as as Evocative vocally as well as with her right. acting as some of the other ones, but I thought everybody was really yeah. good. I so. mean, and then so. that's also
2: kind of surprising from Lily because usually she is that person that go, that takes it there or, or does go over the top, especially with her acting. So yeah, I, I kind of feel the same. And also with also with Blake, I think he's always so great at conveying everything emotionally. And yes. um with his you know one verse that he had, I didn't really.
1: It didn't See really, it. yeah,
2: shine, yeah. necessarily. Yeah. But
1: um, The one thing that I thought was, uh, was it Allie? Yeah, Allie got excited. as a. That's where she Easy. lives. Uh, yeah, mm. it, was, it was simple. So anyway, um, Michael won and got to do the one-on-one with Diana Agron. And we'll get to it in a second, mm-hmm. but I thought he had some really terrific opportunities there because Blake is the actor of the group. That's what they, they say. And so someone having an actor moment with Diana Agron and and, get, and the the just the little bit of the conversation that we saw, I thought was some really good coaching that she gave him. No, she really did. yeah, okay. So the song was perfect by Pink, which I love that song. I love the 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 lyrics of it. Yeah. I think it's really.
2: I mean, you had to remind me how good that song good was. City. I'm like, wait, I, I forgot this song. Oh wait, I do know this song. Yeah, and it was a perfect. It was a perfect choice for this challenge. It really
1: was. So they did a movie trailer. So it was a lot of little acting vignettes and the and the vocals. They weren't singing on camera necessarily. You know, the vocals all came around the back. So um, let's see.
2: I mean, this was the first time that they had a real intertwined story where they had their own individual characters. Usually, it's just like this is the concept and go. But this really showed, you know each person having to really focus on the emotion they had to convey, the story they were trying to tell and I thought that they really picked some really good... um Traits for them? Yeah, characters, yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Okay, so we had Eileen being the Turkish woman who is in love with the quarterback and pregnant. Blake, who was the quarterback and a jerk. Then we had Michael, who was another football player who was also in love with Eileen. So there was a love triangle. triangle. Ali was Michael, the football player's sister, who was an Olympic runner who... Got injured and her Olympic dreams were dashed. And then Lily was driving the car yep. in which Allie was injured. Yep. So there was a lot of obviously a, a lot of drama in in all of the in conflict in all of these um, scenarios. Yes, that's
0: some storyline.
1: Yeah. Right. Oh, you haven't seen the <laughs> episode, have I you? Haven't. Oh, you're gonna like it. Um, I can't wait. So good. Yeah, it was. So um, so then we went into the vocals with Nikki. Allie was really good. Lily sounded fantastic. And that was the moment when I said, Lily's going home.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. And she did break down a little bit. You you know, a li- you know, saw a little bit of Lily's walls get a little torn down because I think it hit a very, very close to home. Right. I agree. Um, which I think was a good thing for her. It was a good thing for her to, you know, really feel those emotions and convey that when it came time to to act. I mean, it, it's risky, which is what a, what the re- mentor said. It's risky if you're going to feel that type of emotion and be able to act at the same time. Right. But because, you ha-
1: because you have to be able to control
2: it. Yes. Which yes. is why, you
1: know, a lot of people think they can act. And and some people, you know, it's. It's show business. You know, you have to be able to do the things and, and administrate the things that you need to do. Hit your mark and, 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 you know, hit your key light and all that kind of stuff. And still convey the emotion. So it really is a talent that has to be yeah. honed and, and, and worked. Um, so let's talk about the shoot with Eric. Okay. <laughs> Robert Ulrich talked about how uh, the improv skills were going to be really critical in this because there wasn't a lot of script. No. no in fact script. they didn't know the script beforehand. A couple of them were given key lines that they had to do. Yes. And again Lily, Allie, they were seeing
2: they had trouble.
1: Lily was making it all about
2: her. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean I, I, you can tell that she wanted to really work up that emotion so that it came off very right. genuine but one it took a little too long and when it got there she failed to just get to the point get right. there and let ha- let ali have her chance to
1: you know feed off of it right and that's that's one of the big mistakes in acting and but you know you have to look back at it too as this is a competition so if you want to really shine cuz Ryan Murphy actually talked about that he said you know if uh, i can't remember who he was talking about maybe i'll probably get to it in a little bit of my notes but you know he keeps saying if you if if you want to show up you have to show up mm-hmm. and so there's one school of thought that lily did a great job because she showed up right. but she was not the most most uh, generous and cooperative of actors because Correct. there are two people in that scene. Yeah.
2: That's why that note of his kind of pissed me off. Like, mm-hmm. well, that wasn't really fair. I, wasn't yeah, I know. Me
1: show. too. Me too. Um, then we had Blake and Eileen. It's, let's just talk about all of it. What, yeah. what, what, what was your... I don't think we need to go through it no, necessarily, you know, kind of chronologically. But what was yeah. your favorite part of that trailer? I think
2: that it was very interesting for them to to have Blake bring his dark side. We see we see Blake as the lead, as a yes. gentleman, as the nice guy. But for him to, to come and be, you know, this deep-rooted horrible man or, you know, teenager guy whatever. Right. Um he went there and did a great job. Uh, yeah, I felt like it was it was just ever so
1: slightly over the top. And really? yeah, I I did. I did. It felt a little too big to me, but um you know, it might just be it might just be how it was edited together. Maybe mm-hmm. they really wanted it to be that intense. Maybe it was because there was such a tight shot on his face. But I felt yeah. like he could have brought it down just a hair um, and and show
2: a little more of a level, a little more layers yeah. in his in his conveying of that because it really was just all you yeah. know anger. And you know when because Blake and Michael have been compared to each other the entire competition. yes, yes. yes. It was great, and it was it was A definite challenge for the both of them to have to share that scene. Because then they're just gonna see, all right, who's gonna be the better actor between the two. And I think. Michael really did a good job at taking Diana Agron's direction because yes. I, I just felt like wow you know Michael really developed this character um, and, and you can see it within their interaction in the scene right. I, with, with Michael and with Eileen I thought. Know, what, I, what I was really wondering was didn't they
1: do some of this scene work I know there wasn't a script and I know that they didn't have um, they were given characters beforehand but I wondered if they did some scene work just improv themselves the night before the shoot if I, I would think that they did because these kids are used to used to preparing for things but it kind of seemed like they didn't once we got to the shoot mm-hmm. the alley and lily scene seemed to me like they were just really doing it off the cuff and not um, you know, not really paying attention to their characters and where they had come from. They were just kind of, I, 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 you know, my question was, did they do no scene work before? Because right. I really wanted to to know that they had and, and I guess we'll never know the answer to that.
2: It was almost like they, they were put in the setting, mm-hmm. said where they are and what they're doing and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and if true. I were
1: if I were them, I definitely would have been doing just some improv scene work beforehand. Just Even if you spend half an hour with your partner and, and just kind of explore things, I think that that mm-hmm. would really help them out. Um, so before we talk about the actual video, I just want to talk about iTunes a little bit. I think everybody knows there is an app that's out relatively recently. It's only been about out for about a month. That is just a podcast iTunes app. And um, so it's a great way to download just podcasts, including all of the After Buzz podcasts. Oh, Oh, yeah. So... Please, if you will, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please go to iTunes and rate and comment our show. It really, really helps us out. Uh, we appreciate it. It only takes a second to do so. And we do read the comments. So when people are calling Christine, you know, gorgeous, she gets the information. And when people call Steve a hottie, they get that information. But we do read the comments, and we appreciate your feedback. So please do rate and, comments and comment and tell a friend. It only takes a second, and it really helps us out. So please do that. Yay. Now I cannot follow everything that's going on in the chat because there are like a hundred people in there. I can't, I can't see it all. So let's talk about the video. The video. It was so good. I would go so see this movie. Good. It was so good. It kind of had a little sort of footloose in it. Yeah. But 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 very much kind of coming of age and beautiful stories and beautiful people layers. When um I lean Eileen was put on the, um, the head scarf the headscarf and how she was reacting beforehand and then
2: when we saw that in the video I just thought it was really beautiful. Didn't you love it? Yes, I loved it. And the thing is we only got to see those specific scenes yeah. but you know when seeing the final product and all the other scenes that were put into it it was like wow this team or this, these five kids can literally be a cast of a movie. You know a new ensemble for a brand new series or whatever mm-hmm. it was because they had great chemistry. Um, and it, I mean I was in tears by the end of the I was, too. You and I both were crying all night. Yeah, I, know. I mean, but everybody was crying all up, like the entire episode. Everybody yes. was crying. Yes well, it's so so charged and so emotional right now because we're down
1: to five people at the end of the episode, we're down to three. we're at the, we're at the finale. we're there that's mm-hmm. that's that's where it is. Mm-hmm. So what they find out is that there aren't a bottom three. All five are going to be doing the last chance performance, and they're going to be performing for Ryan Murphy and I think it was six members of the writing team, yes, right All the writers yes, so one of the things that I was reading on the chats and uh, I you know I want to just kind of bring this up for discussion. Ryan Murphy said at the end of the show we 're at the point where what is our obligation? We have to decide what is our obligation? Is it pick a star or is it do something new and And those are two different choices, mm-hmm. and each one of the answer- the answers to those questions pulls in different cast members yes, so the fact that he brought in the writing team <laughs> tells me that
2: he 's looking to. Do something new. Write, do something new and write for something new. I mean, that's something that they bring up at the very beginning of the season. We want somebody that we can write to. We're always looking to someone that we can write to. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the writers said we need to bring in the star. A star. We need to have a star. We need to have a star. And and
1: I, f- I felt like, I, I read this and I really agree with it, that if this is a competition show... How is it that you can be penalized for not having an interesting life, an interesting enough life? I mean, that seems – not that it's fair. It's not fair. Life isn't fair, and certainly reality competition shows are not fair. Mm -hmm. But that seems like an extra burden that – uh just doesn't
2: seems a little out of place to me right but then again if you think about the entire cast from day 1 it seems of glee, like that was the yeah. of the glee project, oh, the glee project. Uh-huh. i mean it seems like that was their intention from day 1 there's this girl from the wheelchair there's you know this girl is a crack baby this girl's a turkish muslim and um I think what they were trying to do is to see, let's let's find out, let's experiment if we can get, you know, we, if we can get that all all across the board. Can well, we I, find something different I'd, and talented?
1: I'd say that's true, but a writer's job is to write interesting stories, regardless of where, from where they get the inspiration. You know, their job is to create things that are compelling out of thin air. That's why they're given a blank page. They're supposed to put black letters on it and write. Right. So, <laughs> so anyway, that's the argument for... Uh, pick a star okay so michael does girls just want to have fun cindy Lauper. it was slow i loved the arrangement you and i were holding back our sobs and i the word that came to me was heartbreaking
2: Mm -hmm. i just you know he was a different man up there on that stage tonight you saw (sighs) his growth yes um it, it was a it, to me, it just wasn't Michael. I was like, "Wow, this is a, this is a different guy up there." And I'm so proud of what he's done with. Me too. I was so impressed
1: by it, mm-hmm. and how talk about turning a song 180 degrees. Oh, completely. It was. I it was heartbreaking. I thought it was really beautiful,
2: and just, it was effort, and it incredible. was effortless. You know, it was. Yes. It was the extreme opposite of what we know. What the song, you know, what the song is, and yes, and it was effortless. Yes. Michael, It was it gave me chills. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah.
1: Then we had Lily do Son of a Preacher Man in her wheelhouse. Dusty Springfield song in her wheelhouse. I thought it was great. Uh, the feedback that she got was that maybe she'd be hard to direct. That her... The character that she was co- portraying, which I think they were saying was that brassy, sort of yeah. out there, forceful, uh, big yeah. character that would be cloying. And yeah. again little note self that's why she's going to be leaving
2: yeah and what did you think about her song what did you think about um, her I thought it was a little too um, easy for her not easy but just expected okay yeah not something that's going to be that big of a challenge for her yep um, just like you said totally in her wheelhouse yep uh, I, I did I, I don't think that it was like as bad as I thought it was going to be I know that's really mean but I thought she was going to do worse right right um,
1: Okay. All right. Then we had Allie doing Here's to Us by Hailstorm. I I liked her voice. Um, And my thought was, you know, people are always saying, and we see it in, in his reaction, Ryan Murphy likes a diva. And the thing is, is that she is the diva with the interesting story. Yep. So...
2: Yeah. Or it's like, cam- she can be the diva. She can be the sweet cu- country girl. Mm-hmm. She also has a disability. Mm-hmm. She has a great voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, they can really do a lot with with who Ali is. Yeah, I think so, too. And I thought it was really great.
1: Then we have Blake. I'm still standing. Elton John. It was cute. It was fun. And the feedback was, he's a star. So uh, It's all everybody, inter- everybody ever says about him.
2: I mean, he is, though. I yeah. love Blake. Yeah. I think he can do anything. And I've even. i, yeah, I I've, You've touched him. I've touched him. Even, huh? <laughs> yeah, and looked I've at felt him. the star yeah. power. But I mean, I've said this before. I, I, I kind of see him to be compared to like Zac Efron, where he can sing. He can dance. He can act. He yeah. can lead. He can support. Yeah, um, I mean, versatile, mm-hmm. versatile, very yeah. versatile. Yeah. I thought he was great. I
1: thought that song was kind of an odd choice but but it was cute and fun. Mm -hmm. Then we had Eileen doing Fighter by Christina Aguilera. I thought the energy was really flat in the beginning. You and I were both kind of looking at each
2: other going, what? Yeah. I was Um, thinking I'm indifferent. Like I don't Mhm.
1: And the my theory is is that since it was in her lower register, she was she was doing everything she can to just get the notes and get the energy and and she wasn't able to like bring it out. She was focusing it all on her voice. That was my yes. thinking that the lower register kind of kind of pulled her down. Yes. Um, I agree. um we're we're really running late, but I want to talk about Zach. <laughs> and how cute he is. That's his mood when he's so excited. Oh my <laughs> he's so cute. I haven't had any dreams about him this season, but I hope to. Because <laughs> I just think he's adorable. He's such a wonderful audience member. He's so supportive to all of them, and I love mm-hmm. that. Um, so, again, you know, Ryan Murphy and crew chose to keep in for the finale Eileen, Blake, and Allie, and out are
2: Michael and Lily, which we've kind of seen coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it was surprising that this week they both had very strong performances. Yes. Yeah. In the booth, on the music video, in the challenge. Um, so it's ironic.
1: But yeah, but at this point, it's it's all going to be hard for cutting. It's just going to be terrible <sighs> and difficult, and that's how it is. Uh, let's do, I'm going to quick go to do just a little bit of news, okay, Marissa? I know we're long, but I've got a little TV bit of news. We uh, according to Ryan Murphy's Twitter feed, which is at Mr. R.P. Murphy, he says the second episode of Glee will be a Halloween episode. Love That's going to be that. super fun. So Hollywood done. Does Halloween is always fantastic. Yes. One of his ble- g- big Glee goals for this year is a Madonna and Elton John
2: mashup. Okay. Okay. I did love the Madonna episode.
1: Yes. Oh, wait, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for Finchel fans... Rachel and Finn fans. You have a place in my heart, too, he says. Something special coming for you guys as well. So. i you excited. Ha- are you- I knew you were going to be happy about that, Marissa. I knew it. I knew it. Okay, quickly, on Shanna, talking about why she was eliminated, she said it came down to a story between me and Eileen, um, and Eileen's story was more interesting. But she said, I definitely left out some very eye-opening and audience entertaining aspects of my story but she said at the end of the day I she said something like I don't I, I'm not one to beg for things I don't think you should have to beg to be on a show you know she kind of felt like her her work should she, should speak for itself and she said my personal story is like a lifetime movie but I didn't want to just put it all out there but as we see she got potentially penalized yeah. because it's, she shouldn't. didn't yeah yeah, she didn't. She she wasn't interesting enough as 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 a person.
2: Um, you know, and that's too bad because she is very very talented. You never watched an episode and thought, oh, Shanna. No, yeah, you never. Know, never. She she never. You know, well, she got, was never no, in the never, bottom
1: three until the week I, she was eliminated. Oh my gosh! So she was always very good and very consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, quickly talking about working with other contestants. Everyone talked. Lily made a comment. Everyone is in, has a crush on Blake, and Shanna says, I just want to make this clear. I did not have a crush on Blake. <laughs> <laughs> she also said Lily was a very overbearing personality. Uh, I can see that. Her attitude was not very positive, mm-hmm. and working with Michael was a struggle.
2: Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Nellie is now living in Nashville. She has goals of winning a Grammy and getting on Broadway. Sounds like she's on Abraham's couch right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We will see. We will see. Okay, so let's talk about next week and the predictions. We've got... Uh, now, predictions for the after- Yeah. Movie. See, I'm like 10 minutes behind on the chat. I can't even... I'm sorry, you guys. I can't read it. Eileen, Blake, and Allie. Next week we see the whole cast comes back, or at least a whole bunch of them, because mm-hmm. they've made that so fast. I, even, I couldn't even back. pause it yeah. fast enough on the DirecTV. Charlie says, I'm back, bitches. I'm back. I bitches. Loved. <laughs> you I'm know. a big Charlie, oh, Charlie fan. I love you, Charlie. You're so, so awesome. entertaining. So awesome. My, my prediction, I'm just gonna say mine out there right now, because I a lot of times I don't have one. I think it's going to be between Blake and Eileen, and I think Eileen is going to win. I mean, this is the finale.
2: This yeah. This is the finale. This is it.
1: One this person is, is going to make it on Glee. This is it.
2: And, um, you know, T- uh, Tamara does such a great job of pulling in news and gossip. And I think that we learned maybe a couple weeks ago that. Yes, we did. The, the, the new. There's a couple new cast members on Glee next season, two guys, two boys. So that's why it kind of, you know, boys. that it kind of nixes Blake out of the picture, you know, just from. De- de- just looking at the statistics and the right. demographics. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, and, and I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that Eileen will take it because Ryan says he wants something new. And yeah. Eileen is very talented. She's shown that. <laughs> That's, That's the thing. Good. She is
1: talented. She's absolutely talented, and she's got an interesting story. It's not to say that Allie doesn't also have an interesting story. It's just a story we have seen something similar to with mm-hmm. with Archie. Yeah. Already, I, I was, I was like, "Wow, that is not the right name." Uh, I'm RG staring RR. at you, going, "Who's Archie? Why did that come out of my mouth?" But so, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Eileen. It's going to be Eileen. I think so too. Well, there you have it. And look at us, we're we'll hardly see. over time. Thank goodness, I tried really hard,
2: Marissa. Woo! So. Uh, tell us, please, your Twitter handle, Miss. Oh, yeah, duh. Um, at Missilo, Lowe, M-I-S-S-C underscore L-O, and I'll see you Thursday for Snooki and J-WOW. Yeah, and you're going to get a new follower, Abraham Lim, tonight, from what I understand. <laughs> uh, you can follow me
1: at Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. Check it out. There's some cool stuff there. So we will see you next week for the finale of Glee Project. Steve will be back <laughs> with us. It's going to be incredibly exciting. Oh we will see God. you then.
0: I'm oh going